Right. Welcome to the show today. Can you believe we're on episode 47? 47 times. Some of you have been listening to me 47 times about some topics that can help you. And today's topic, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can already see the board behind me. Today's topic is about my number one time and energy saver. And we're going to get into that. But first, I wanted to share this quote that I heard today that I just thought went so well with the theme of today's topic. And this is a quote from Jim Ron, and he says, either you run the day or the day runs you. So I don't know if you're anything like me, but as somebody that has a history of a chronic illness and has kidney disease and a transplant, it feels like sometimes that the day runs me. And the reason why is because sometimes I haven't made some decisions ahead of time. And that's what I really want to get into today is making decisions ahead of time and sticking to them. So if you think about it, your energy is usually at your peak when you think that things are easy. Think about the last time that you really felt like you had a lot of energy. Was there a lot of demands on you? Were there a lot of things that you were trying to figure out still? Or was it a time when you had already decided what was going to happen. It might've been like a time when you were on vacation where the decisions ahead of time were, we're not doing anything. Or it might be a time when you are with your family and you've got a very structured day. It's funny because that actually usually is the times that I feel like I have the most energy is when we have some set times, we're going here, we're going here. I've planned in times for me to either rest or some space so that one thing is not just jumbled on top of the other thing. And I just flow through that day. That's when I feel like my energy is really at its peak. And that's because I'm using my prefrontal cortex when it's appropriate and necessary. necessary, And I'm letting the rest flow in place. So I'm going to talk about four areas today that you can really dive into this making decisions ahead of time and sticking to them in ways that are really going to help you to maximize your energy and to save time. All right. The very first one is meal planning. Okay. I know some of you are probably groaning right now and some of you are like, "Mm, I've got meal planning down. No problem. So from my personal experience growing up, I love my mother dearly. She is not a cook. <laughs> She's She will be the first one to tell you that. And I actually learned how to cook from my husband because he was a missionary in Japan and he went and lived by himself when he was 19 years old. And his parents also ran a bed and breakfast, funny little side note there. And so he learned how to cook and I went to college pretty clueless. I think I could make um, hamburger helper at the time, which is funny because I don't think my kids even know what hamburger helper is now. Um, But I started, so the reason I share this with you is because I started at a place where I really had no systems in place and no way to really know how to get these skills. But thankfully, there's an amazing thing that happened around the time that I started going to college, and it's the internet, Pinterest, and all sorts of things that you can find 
for learning how to cook. And really the internet is what taught me how to cook. Now there's cookbooks and I, and I love cookbooks too, but I just love being able to search for something and find somebody that's already done this thing and I can learn from them how to make it. And also I had the practical application of my husband teaching me. So if I can be somebody that becomes a meal planner, you can too. And the really cool thing about this is that when you set in a system of how you want to plan out something like your meals, then you can kind of freestyle with it as you get in the rhythm and routine of it. But I bring this up because so many of my clients find food and making food and planning for food and grocery shopping and all of that as they point to that as something that really sucks a lot of their time and a lot of their energy. So I'm going to give you some tips for what I've learned as a mom of four and kids that eat a ton. And we don't really like to go out to eat a lot because we like to, um, we like to have the home cooked meals. <laughs> My kids are like, it always takes better when you make it anyway, mom. So I'm going to give you some pointers and some systems that I've set up to help me make the decisions ahead of time and stick to them so that it really maximizes my energy and helps me to bring in resources from other people when I don't have energy in the moment. So for me, I started out simply gathering recipes that my family liked and we would eat. And I eventually, I had it just all paper-based or I would have it like saved on Pinterest. Now I use a a system and I wish they were paying me, but I use a system called Plan to Eat and it's an online um, service. And actually I think they like have a, a Black Friday deal every year. So maybe I'll try, I'll try and find you a code. I'll put a code in the, um, in the show notes. But I use Plan to Eat and it helps me to be able to clip recipes that are easy and fun and tasty and things that my family will eat and put it into a database. And you can type in them the recipes or you can just clip it from, uh, you can grab a website, copy and paste it and import it directly into that. And then you just drag and drop it into the menu plan. So that having that access of database of things that we already like and already eat, that takes away so much of the indecision when it goes, when it comes time to plan out what are we going to eat. Now, indecision is coming from the feeling of indecision and confusion is coming from a thought. And usually that thought that my clients have is, I don't know what to cook. We're too busy. I don't know what people like. And those things are all very solvable when you set aside a specific time to start to plan those things out. And like, I could be preaching to the choir. So some of you are already like masters at meal planning. So just take this advice and place it and, and think about how you can take that system that you've created and put it in another place where you're having some, um, where you're, where you're finding that you're wasting some time and some energy. So I, I always love it. I'm like, if you can make a system in one place, you can copy and paste it to anywhere. Done this with laundry too. Okay. But back to meal planning. So what I do is I set aside a, about like 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour every week at some point, usually when I'm just sitting on the couch and like I have low energy, that's a time that I can just put in and do what we're going to eat. Now, I have also implemented a strategy where I kind of have theme nights, themes for every night. So Mondays, we pretty much always eat salmon or some sort of seafood. Tuesdays, Taco Tuesdays. 
So I've got, I'll plan out tacos, which I I reference loosely because it's not always Mexican tacos. It's anything that you can have a bunch of ingredients and somebody can put together and make a bowl. So we've done this with Greek, um, with heroes and being able to put like all the Greek things in. Everybody can um, put the stuff together and have their own that they like. And we've done it with the Korean beef bowls. And there's another one that I'm forgetting, but oh, sushi. We've done like just DIY sushi uh, bowls. So, and then Wednesdays is usually our curry night. Thursdays is a soup night. Friday's pizza night. Saturday's kind of leftovers and Sunday's, you know, just whatever we haven't had for a while. But having that decision made ahead of time of what we're going to eat and what I'm going to plan, it saves me so much time and energy because it's really simple. And I want to read this quote too. This is from um, Adrienne Marie Brown, and it's from her book, Pleasure Activism. And she says, "What what's easy is sustainable. Birds coast when they can. I've seen over and over the connection between tuning into our systems and being able to access personal, relational, and communal power. Conversely, I've seen how denying our full complex selves, denying our aliveness and our needs as living sensual beings increases the chances that we will be at odds with ourselves, our loved ones, co- our coworkers, and our neighbors on this planet. So whatever it is, you want to make something that's going to be really simple and really easy for you to do. I think about it this way. Like, how can I make something so simple that it would be harder for me not to do it than for me to do it? Because if you're anything like me, if you haven't, if you don't have a meal planning system set up that works for you, I can, like I said, I can show you mine, but you got to do something that works for you. You might be thinking, oh, that's a lot of work. And it is, but think about the time that it saves me of trying to figure out it's five o'clock, the kids have to be here and here, and how am I going to feed all of them? All of that stress is eliminated when I put out the plan in place. And usually too, I'll sit and when I do my online planning for what we're going to eat, I'll usually have a window next to me and do online grocery delivery or pickup. I, it's the one place that has saved me so much time and energy. And I actually feel like it saves me money too because I know exactly how much I'm spending along the way and my brain doesn't have to keep track of it while I'm in the grocery store. So if you're, if you're thinking, Oh, that might be too much money. I'm like, really, you should look at it. They're not that much. They're not that expensive and you can save money by knowing how much you're spending. Okay. The second area I wanted to talk about, and I'll just talk really briefly about this one is exercise. Now, personally, how I teach my weight loss clients is that exercise isn't isn't there to help you lose the weight. Really, that's how you're taking care of your body with how you're choosing to eat and how you're choosing to view food. That's a lot of what I talk about with my clients. Exercise, on the other hand, the way that I view it is the way that you take care of your body in a healthy way. It's not tied to weight loss. It can help. It's it, it's adjacent, but exercising is not going to cause you to lose weight unless you change your eating habits, which that's a whole nother topic. But fr- 
from this framework of exercise, sometimes if you are not planning out ahead, not only will the exercise not happen, but you won't even know what your body is craving, what type of movement your body is craving. And your brain usually has this sneaky tendency of wanting to tell you that no matter what exercise you're doing, that it's not enough. So when you plan ahead of time how you're going to exercise, what it's going to look like for you, then it's so much easier to just be like, oh, like my little bucket list up here. I did, I planned out that I'm going to walk for 30 minutes twice this week, and I know that that's checked. And I planned that from my prefrontal cortex. I didn't plan that out of fear. I planned that from a place of abundance and a place of creation. And so then when I do that exercise, you don't have that, that, that little nagging thought that's telling you, you, you didn't do enough. Now, when that comes up, especially if you've planned out what you want, how you want to move your, your body that day, if you've planned it out and execute it, if you're feeling like it's not enough, then you just use that as information for the next week to decide how much you're going to exercise your body the following week. Now, I think that exercise looks differently for people during all different types, times of, and phases of your life. Sometimes you're going to want to be more active and sometimes it's just not in the cards. What is never helpful and will totally suck your energy is telling yourself that it's not okay what you're doing with your body right now and, and beating yourself up for how you are not able to move your body in the moment. There's been times when I couldn't exercise at all. But then there's been other times where my body has felt restless because I'm not moving her in ways that she is actually asking me to. And right now, my my typical exercises right now are some classes at the Y and some walks, just prioritizing some movement because I've checked in with my body and asked her and listened to what she had to said say, and I've made that decision ahead of time how I'm going to move my body, and I stick to it. And if I don't stick to that, I don't use it as a reason to beat myself up because again, that will suck your energy. Okay, second, third one is schedule. So this goes along with the meal planning and the exercise, but if you're a mom and you have kids that are kind of running around in all different directions, especially after school, you really, <laughs> time for me to drink my water. Forgot to turn that off. Okay. You really want to communicate with the people around you because there's nothing more that will suck your time and your energy than forgetting you have to pick somebody up or not communicating with your spouse about where they're supposed to be and not having the kid have the thing in the bag that then needs to be there and this person needs to go early, like all of that. Like it's been nice with, with things opening up since the pandemic so that our family's been able to do more activities, but having four kids in all different directions really is an opportunity for me to waste time and waste energy if I'm not planning ahead of time with intention and with love about how I want that schedule to look. And so for me personally, we will sit down before the week starts, usually on Sunday night, and we'll talk about 
what are all of the things that everybody's doing? And I'm also a very visual person. So I've got a dry erase board that has the days of the week on it, that it's a magnet board. And I'll write out everything that's going on that particular day after school or before school that the kids need to be at. So I can just have that at a glance. It helps, especially if I have any brain fog, it helps me to know, okay, this is piano's here, marching band is here, um, you know, art club is is this day. And this is where I need to be at this time. Also, I think that having a, I, I also really love my passion planner. Oh, it's so good. I like, I'll show it to you really quick. So those of you on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see it. But it really breaks down every single day so that you can write out what it is that you want to be doing with each of the days. And you can see like I had, um, I've got a little focus sticker too that I was able to start to write down um, just different habit tracks tracker things of what I wanted to keep track of. Um, I especially, like I said, I love the passion planner because it gives you a space for to-do lists, personal to-do lists, work to-do lists. It's got great quotes, places for you to put your quotes and spots for every hour of the day. And then on the other side, you guys really have to come on YouTube to see this planner. It has this space of infinite possibilities where you can take notes to help you to remember what it is that you, it's important to you that week. And of course, I love stickers and all of the things. So I usually try to fill it up, but I am like, I'm going to show you guys all my tricks today. I got a a recipe planner, uh, a recipe book holder that's clear. And I will actually put it, put my planner in this recipe book so it stays up. It's an acrylic one. It stands right in front of my um, desktop so that I can see what's happening this week at a glance. Like I said, I'm a very visual person. But when I take the time to write out what are the things that I need to do this week and how am I going to prioritize them, it helps that I know when this time hits this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I actually have a mini course on um, organizing your schedule. So if you're interested in that, please let me know. Um, But that shows how I use the calendaring process. And when I have all of those things already done, I'm not wasting my energy. And if for some reason I have a lower energy day, I'm able to say, okay, these are the minimum things that need to happen. And I can... I can see, okay, I need to move this to another day. It gives me space to keep track of what's important to me. Okay, the last one I'm gonna talk about is self-care. There are things that you need to do to take care of yourself. And I like to split them up between physical, emotional, mental, and um, spiritual. So really thinking about each one of those areas, if you are not intentional about taking care of yourself in one of those areas, it's going to start to show up. And so really making the decision ahead of time, what is it that I want my spiritual life to look like? How do I want to take care of myself emotionally? How do I want to take care of myself mentally? What is physical um, self-care look like for me? 
These are all the kinds of questions that I ask my clients, and we come up with very specific detailed plans to help them be successful in each of these areas. And it is one of the beautiful things about life coaching is you literally get to design your life. That's why I call this podcast Creating Your Beautiful Life. You have the capacity and the capability to create a life that you can absolutely not wait to wake up to. Now, I say that with a caveat that I understand so many of you have chronic illness. And because of that, you need to use, you need to have some, some plan B things. We plan for the optimal, but we also plan for the times when you don't have the energy, when you have something physically going on and don't let go of everything so that you know where you can pick back up when your energy comes back. Because that's the amazing thing. Energy always does come back. It's just at different points. And I love to talk to my clients about that too and see where the energy leaks are. See where they are losing steam and losing energy and how they can take care of themselves in that time. Okay. Um, I'm offering a free energy plan and, and it'll be starting next week because I'm going on vacation. So next week you can sign up for your energy plan. I am offering only three spots next week. That's the week starting. Let's see. The week starting October. Oh my goodness. Come on. Week starting October 23rd. So you can check the calendar link in the show notes. And if you are struggling to find energy and you feel like your energy is just always being sucked, this is the call for you to be able to find some ways to double your energy in a week. All right, my friends, have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you next time.